Hey, it's Michelle with Between Us Girls, and I want to talk to y'all about my FabFitFun subscription box. Now, I know there are a lot of boxes out there, but this one comes with the full-size items, you guys. A Yumi Kim makeup bag, Tarte Drink of H2O, Murad Renewing Eye Cream, and some Great Sunnies by Quay. Now, don't you fret if you don't love the items I mentioned. These boxes are customizable, so you can choose whatever your heart desires. I'm really excited about the Renewing Eye Cream because, child, I look as tired as I feel some days. Now, they sell out fast, so head over to www.fabfitfun.com and get your first one today using our code BUG, B-U-G, 10, the number 10. They retail for $49.99 and always value over $200. So use our code BUG10 and get $10 off your box. Get on this, sis. Now let's start the show. You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. to our show this is michelle danielle and your guests jocelyn renee and this is between, between us, us girls so you can you can always <laughs> find us on uh spotify stitcher gosh a whole host of places this week we discovered we were on like so many different um platforms i was just googling us and i was like let me see and um yeah, we were there. So you can pretty much find us anywhere you could listen to podcasts. <laughs> we were on Women in Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Women in Podcasts. It's a really big deal for you to get to the point of Spotify because Spotify, like, you're like one step from Tidal. Did y'all get on Tidal yet? Oh. That's the next? First of all, I haven't even tried. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, uh, like, it's been, what, a year and a half or so? Yeah. If you got into the point of Spotify, like, that's a big deal. So, yeah. And the next, the next thing is Tidal. Yeah. Like black on, you I know, mean, for yeah. us and by us. Uh, see what had happened was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like maybe eventually we'll we'll get to title status. Um, if we do, um, Danielle is gonna be so conceited, you ain't gonna be able to tell her <laughs> shit. I'm gonna be Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to be right. Jay Z and right. neither are you. Oh no, not at all. No, I'm gonna be Kanye like, watching right from now. the background. <laughs> no, you're Issa Rae. Oh, yeah. oh. You did, somebody, who, did you tell me that? Somebody else told me that. I told you that. You told me that. I told you you were Issa Rae and that Sharonda was Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was Aunt Karen. Aunt Karen. Okay. Who, Karen? Aunt Karen. I was wearing, you didn't see that wig I was wearing last week? No. Oh. I missed it. Aunt Karen, like from Hand, Handmaid's Tale? You're, no, oh, like, no, that's, that's awesome. Aunt Lydia. Okay, my bad. Aunt Lydia, that bitch. Can we talk about Handmaid's Tale? Are y'all all caught up? I have not watched this season at all because I wanted to binge it. And mm. so I didn't, I don't want to, 
I don't want to commit to watching it every week. Like, I want to know what's going to happen right now. Right now. Yeah. And I understand. And I waited until the fifth episode before I started watching it, and then I binged it. But it's so it's it's even better than the first season. It is like, good. Seriously. It's really good. It's really good. I'm only on episode five, I think. That's interesting, considering so. that they're off book now. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, yeah. that means there's more um, liberty. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they yeah. can do whatever yeah. they want. They can make those characters become something completely different. Right, yeah. It's it's a really good season. So when you do binge it, we're not going to tell you, you know. But when you do, you're going to probably spend like a whole weekend of just. I don't. You know what? That show is kind of depressing, though. It is. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to like spend a whole weekend. Girl, but blessed be the fruit. (laughs) And may the Lord open. Open. So do you think that could really and truly happen? Oh, absolutely. Definitely think so. Absolutely. With the way that politicians want to control women's bodies. Yeah. Like off top anyway like mm-hmm. absolutely it okay, could happen but with the whole feminist movement do you really think they're gonna like feminist but the feminist is movement more... is what got them right kind of to that place because even though his wife was talking about you know traditional uh female stuff it was her freedom that allowed her to write that book that gave him the idea mm-hmm. to start that shit but feminism is way like that book came out I think in because I just found it in um, Kindle seventy five or sixty five something like that. We're not there now. This is a whole different you know. It's worse. At type of no, I don't think so. I do. I don't think I. I feel like if they try to do it, if men really or politician male politicians really try to do it, the feminists are too big to allow that to happen. It's not mm. going to happen. I mean, that's that's like saying um, Donald Trump is not going to get elected president. Man, you know I was shook. <laughs> when that happened, like I would have told you it wouldn't have happened. See, but because it's, it's exactly okay, like that. So I, I'll give you that. I give you that. And, yeah. and they're like even more closer now to getting that wall built. Yeah, and they're um, separating actually, they those kids. in San Francisco like a couple weeks ago, I believe they said. Well, what I don't know, something I was reading today was talking about um, the immigration bill that mm-hmm. they are trying to get passed right now where it has funding for the wall in it. Mm. Yeah, so, they said they were starting, like, actual, actually starting to build. And it might just be construction for it, which is deconstructing something. Yeah. But they started something a couple weeks ago. My thing also is, I was, I, so I listened to 90.1, I think, in the morning. 90.1 TSU? or whatever. No. No, I don't think it's TSU. It's a uh, democracy now. Oh, every morning, girl. <laughs> and so they were talking about how, um, basically, as far as the wall goes, they're also now like separating. And this isn't just on democracy one. They're separating these families, like the kids from the yeah parents. when they come yeah. over. Yeah. But on top of that, they they were saying, well, this was already in place with Obama. That's what they're but saying. They're just enforcing it now. Right. right? But so, it started with Bush. It, but they, right. don't, they don't want to but say right. that, But Obama but, never and they were, said, oh, I'm really going to separate kids from But from I think they parents. did in instances where there was concern. Like, for I saw, I read an article today, um, after watching that, Sarah Sanders, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Yeah, when she was trying to defend it, but yeah. not defend it. But it said mm-hmm. that while, you know, it was a thing, Nobody was really excessive, yes. like like he's gonna be with it, like he is being with like it. He is being when with when it. they, they when camps. Bush and Obama separated children from their parents, it was if in the instance where um, a child came with a non relative, right, you right. know, and things like that. So 
And then even then they were sent with relatives in the United States already. Right. Well, because they can't really just put them in a prison with adults or right. they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Right. So but, that's what the issue is. Even though my thing is like even though regardless if this has been the law for however many years, have some kind of moral like whatever like compass yes because regardless of what the law is like you have to still have compassion i'm laughing at the comments right now because they're talking about how um we're i'm just smiling at the comments and (laughs) sharonda is saying that she's gonna fight me because she wants some cookies oh god as a guest i brought wine Mm -hmm. and it is called josh sellers cabernet savion um Vintage 2000, what does that say? Two, it's 2016. Wow. 2016. It is I told not, and, and when I tell you it's bad. not small, look at my face. <laughs> it's not small. My eyes are bad. I'm probably going to end up going blind in probably about five or six years. So, anyway, so when I went to the liquor store to get this, to get some type of wine, uh, it was one of those liquor tasting things or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, everybody seems to like this, get this. So I just got it. And um, I don't know. How do y'all feel about it? Like, how does it taste to you two? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay for me. Like that. It tastes good. I I'm like not it. really a wine drinker, you know. I'm trying to go low carb. So vodka from... You know what? Her Most wine doesn't Hodge. have that many carbs. Vodka doesn't have carbs. So. You, know, you know what? Um, I roll white wine actually has less carbs than red. I've Hello? heard that before. Yeah, but they're good. both carbs. Yes. Okay, but you know what? I feel like now that I'm at the place that I'm at with the diet, I just kind of feel like if I want to eat rice, I do. I don't eat it all the time. I'm not overdoing it. But if I want to have a taste of something. I just do it. So I want to lose like 50 pounds, so I'm not there. Yeah, if you, if you feel, oh, Lord, look at my double chin. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I hate you had to see that. Yeah, so I'm not there. Either way, I feel like it tastes fine, but I also haven't drank wine in a long time. Yeah. So, so Danielle's so not going to participate in the your... episode. She's going to talk to you guys via Facebook. Y'all give your professional Between Us Girls wine critique on Josh something. So. Yeah. We're, well, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll do it at the end. Yeah, at okay. the end, and then we'll rate the wine on aroma, body, finish, and taste. I think there's another one, but I keep forgetting it. Okay, so what we're going to talk about on this episode? Oh, I can see comments. I feel like squirrel. That's what the feel I feel like in here with them. Okay, so we're going to talk about um, how black children, boys and girls, are not perceived as children by the general public or the police. And I think we've all seen it, right? So the reason why I want to talk about this is just because, well, let me let me get personal. I feel like every time my son has an encounter with adults in school or outside, like outside playing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they go ahead and like bring the police and I'm like, he's not doing anything. He's a child. You know, like why wouldn't you say, where are your parents? Right. It's like they automatically think there are no parents Mm -hmm. or the parents probably don't care. Exactly. You know, and they got me fucked up. I think that 
I think in general, people have just like this unhealthy fear of black people mm-hmm. and they extend that fear to kids and that, and when they do so, they start to treat kids like adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't see them as innocent children. Mm-hmm. They see them as little midget adults. Right. right. Oh, and I'm scared. Yeah. Right. Especially the boys. I saw, um, and article on CNN once about um, how they they were viewing little girls they took some people were viewing little black girls differently than little white girls like they did not see the black girls as being innocent I mean Mm -hmm. we're talking about like middle school age and Mm. under right and so it's like so you're automatically like applying the angry black woman, mm-hmm. angry grown black woman right. to a, a ten, child, a ten-year-old child, and you're assuming that she's like that, right? When she's a don't child. get sassy with me, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And all you did was say, and then they're going to just blame me. it on the mom, right? Oh, she's probably a single mom and all of this stuff because yeah. of that, right? Yeah, that's that's horrible. I know me just, I mean, and then you as well. We both have, yeah, boys, but us having even just nineteen-year-olds, it's like. I remember him growing up and I remember the moment where it came down to my son probably came from a boy to a man because of a racist uh, security guard in his apartment complex. It was like, okay, mom, I didn't tell you before because... Oh, when he was at school? No, this is when he was in the apartment complex where we live, where I paid over a thousand dollars rent. He used all the kids in our, uh, in his school, as far as basketball and stuff, they all came to our our house all Mm -hmm. the time. We were the closest apartment complex to the school. So I get it. It was no big deal when we stayed off of Grant Road. Like we were a block away from the school before anybody got cars, everybody came to our house, house, which was fine. But these kids, even Mm -hmm. though they were 14 and 15 in the mentality that they were they were not like some grown hood well i'm not even gonna say hood because that's stereotype they Mm -hmm. weren't on some grown man shit Mm -hmm. they were literally like they would go outside and play hide and seek yeah they had this game called manhunt where they literally just like you have to go after a certain person literally like hide and seek or whatever yeah but as a group so they we got this new security guard one time where this kid, this guy would see Devon coming from summer school, go into the office, get some cookies, speak to everybody in the office, see he lives there, and he's lame as fuck. Right. <laughs> because he didn't, De- Devon was not that kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Long story short, all of a sudden, three or four days in a row, the, the security guard sees he has three or four f- black friends yeah. over, and they're either sitting in front of our door at the on the stairs talking or playing and running around the apartments like some little kids, because they're little kids. Yeah. I still have the recording of me going off on this dude. He tried to basically call the cops on my kids. And I told him, I said, I only have one here, but I pay over $1,000 rent every month. There is no way you're going to sit here and go off on my kids, and they're doing nothing right. but what they have the right to do in this apartment complex. Like, that didn't make any sense. But what it came down and he was black. What it came Ooh. down to was... They look at, even though we know our kids are good, and this is the lesson I used to tell Devon, 
even though I know and everybody of your, as far as your parents know, y'all are good. Mm-hmm. These people look at you like a threat, even right. as a fourteen-year-old boy. It made me think about. Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't waste that. But how sad is that? It made though? me think about Trayvon Martin. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, like you know, he's, he's he literally was just a kid walking home, and, and he has fucking skittles. It, yeah, he and Eric asks me every day. He's like, "Mom, can you give me an Arizona?" And honestly, you guys, one day I was so you know I get worked up. He was wearing a hoodie, oh, and he I had a tee, and, and I was like, <laughs> I used to, you know what, Devon, You're wearing a Trayvon Martin outfit. You need because, to chill. Because these kids don't know you our type die. of, they don't know our America. Right. When we tell them, like, there's so many times I tell Devon, look, you're fine, but when you go into the store, take the hoodie off. Like, they see you as a threat, even though they don't know you're like, you know, A and B student, yeah, basketball, right. whatever. You're a good kid. They don't see he, that. He's dark skinned too. And, and he's, he's dark skinned. Yeah. And don't let it be three or four of them. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole nother thing. It's just it, a shame. It is a shame. Because they really are babies. Yeah, they are. Like I you know what? It's it's interesting because um like I had to tell I had to I had to have a talk with my son because And it's sad that we have to tell him because they don't see it. No, they, 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 they don't they don't see he, color. He, he, yeah. He thinks that, you know, because he has these these Hispanic friends mm-hmm. and these white friends, and same and they're doing the same things that he's doing, and not getting in trouble, and not getting on. in trouble, or not getting picked exactly. on, or whatever. That it's like, oh, everything is fine because we're all doing the same thing, exactly. right? And so, so why why is it that I get punished? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, you know, and it's it's really sad. I was like, you know, I have to remind him, like Keisha, yep. you realize that you're black, right? Right. Like you cannot do the same way to the same things. You cannot operate in the same way as other people do because people judge you differently. Exactly. Right. And he don't well, he did not get it at the time until initially. he has yes. that experience. Yeah. That's yeah. the bad thing. And and I feel like eventually all this racism will eventually go away, honestly. Because I seriously our, doubt it. Well, I don't think unless so. you have like you gotta think about it. Every My, parent, every person, every person Every racist person that's having kids mm-hmm. is putting them seeds in those kids' heads. Okay, but look, our kids all look at it like, what are you talking about, Mom? Because they all have white friends, Hispanic friends, but that's because black they're friends. I'm going to tell you from so personal if experience. Every, so if everybody, basically <clears throat> all the colors, don't see it, even if their parents shot a planet in their head, if their livelihood and their upbringing is... Their friends are not like that. Eventually, I really, and maybe I'm mm, being I naive. Think, but I, I really like, feel like eventually I, I, do, I do too. Because, and I'll say, see, this is why we like you coming because you have a different <laughs> opinion. But see, the thing is, is that like I grew up just like Danielle. I grew up in a white school. Same here. And when I graduated, I was like, I love my friends. My friends right, love right, me. Right. And them hoes went to college and was like, Michelle, what? Michelle, who? You get different. And life when I got out there on my own I experienced a lot of racism Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't overt and that was when I said you know what I really am different Mm because I thought I was almost exempt Mm -hmm. you know because I hadn't experienced anything I knew racism existed but I was like no one's been racist to me not directly and then when I was an adult like a young adult like maybe like 19 20 maybe no no 21 and I went to this pool party with my friends with white friends right and one of the girls is married to a black man and somebody at that party called him a nigger 
and it was an older lady too she was like 50. Well, of course because right. they're still but, racist but those are the grandparents of these people mm. and those are the parents of the parents right so it's like it's hard to say it's going to be obliterated completely no because okay. it's, they're so it's a learned down. behavior you know at what that point. I, I i completely agree with you maybe it's not going to go away completely but i also feel like these kids not even just about race they're so much more open about um gender and they're open about fucking each other. That's right. what they're That's open about. about. <laughs> okay. But still, just, I'm better than you, though. Like, let's not get this shit twisted. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, you still don't, don't see. I, you still, I feel like eventually, I, I really do, and I, I guess this is my naivety, but I really do feel like over time, these kids are not going to see it, which means they're not going to teach their kids racism. But you do realize- because. It's not. It's not going to be there for them. They might say, "Hey, look, this is the history you had. This is the history that we did. But look how bad it was for us, and look how good it is now." Let me tell you about my life experiences growing up with everybody accepting everybody. This will not be forever. I really don't hmm. think it. I mean, we all I, got to be the same on the same color wheel. No, right eventually, I feel like we are because I mean, we everybody like is that mixing everybody. A uh, foundation that came out that had all <laughs> white and then one tan at the end of it. Like that's where we have to be. Well, I mean, if you even just look at how when Trump got in office. Ooh. And how I still don't know start, how that happened. And, and how people started to behave differently towards other races. And mm-hmm. it was not just adults. Like, mm-hmm. I remember seeing mm-hmm. videos. Um, it was like these, I remember these two black girls. Um, they were getting, um, like, taunted or whatever by this, this white guy, this white boy. He was the son of a sheriff. Mm-hmm. And he was texting them all kind behavior. of crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, all kind of racist stuff. He was, like, shit was in writing. Like, they had this shit. And, like, he was uh, putting notes and stuff on their lockers. Like, he was, every day, he was just tormenting these two girls. And the school wasn't doing anything about it because mm. his dad was a sheriff. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember that story came out. So, I mean, to think that, you know, kids nowadays are not necessarily racist. Like I, I don't think they know they know what it is yet. They just know they feel. No, I think the learn. I think it's right. I think the learn behavior they, happens long, after a, a older age versus right. Like how in I middle learned, school or how high I school. realized I was different. That's when they realized they're different too. Oh well, I can do this. Did you see that? She just tried to do mm-hmm. what I did, and ah, she can't do it. That but you know, can I give a different perspective? Me growing up in predominantly white area in school i experienced more racism from my people but that's katie katie is country katie, katie is was white, it white, ain't white, like white. that now but i just know when i grew up it was like the black boys had a problem with me being tall dark skin real hair thick or whatever it wasn't it wasn't the white people it was my own people it was the boys yeah, like oh you're too. too so that wasn't you're what, a white girl okay yeah oh <laughs> Oh, that's what I got from the black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, that's of what course I got. The white you're, folks are not going to call you white girl. They're no, like, they're you're not. definitely not white. You're not. You're not but but even when I went to, like, let's say in South Park with my people, with my family or whatever, guess what I got? Oh, you think you're better than us because you're in a 
predominantly white neighborhood. Well, guess whatever. what? News fucking flash. Like, I where am. do you okay. even fit in with all of that when you you when everybody is like rejecting you? It was the whole thing. I know it was tough for me so, too. Same don't get same. me wrong. I'm fine now. But I was cool. I was cool. <laughs> but with it was my friends, it was but questionable. I realized that I was different when I got to be an adult because yeah. as a child they would always be like, because you were cool with everybody, but. Okay. We like all the way off topic, right? Anyway, so, but I have some. So. <laughs> I have some. I have something I want to read about the justice system. <clears throat> the disparity <laughs> exists because of differences in how young people of color are treated at every point of contact with the justice system. But the growth of the incarceration disparity is likely due to growing disparities in arrests, which feeds the rest of the system. Black children are more than twice as likely as white kids to be arrested, but the data shows this disparity is not because black kids are committing more crimes. Black youth are burdened by a presumption of guilt and dangerousness, just like mm -hmm. Danielle said. Yeah. A legacy of our history of racial injustice that marks youth of color for, dis for disparately frequent, I don't know what the fuck, yeah. Frequent stops, searches, and violence, and leads to higher rates of childhood suspension, expulsion, arrests at school. So basically, I don't know, it says in an era of racial segregation, especially residential segregation, because we are still a lot residentially segregated, yeah. Yeah. black youth's lives are surrounded by police officers and their teenage mistakes are more likely to land the juvenile in the justice system. White youth don't have that issue, which is totally true. Mm -hmm. That makes me really sad. Yeah, but it it's is. true. I, w I was looking at, um, I was looking at some article today that was talking about um, in Florida specifically mm -hmm. how I think uh, I didn't save it to bring it up, but I think it was like their population of Black people is like seventeen percent in Florida. In Florida, oh, yeah, like and really small. Yeah, but um, everybody, all the Black people are in jail. Forty-seven percent of the people. Does forty-seven percent of that seventeen percent are in jail? In jail. Okay. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And then. Um, Half of those are kids that are tried as adults. And, I mean, that's that's our point is that, you know, they, they see us as adults, not as a kid that made a mistake. Right. You know, um, and so once you're tried as an adult one time, every time thereafter you will always be tried as an adult. Yeah. They know, can't go back to trying you as a kid. Right. They can't go it's back to trying fair. you as a kid. It's not But fair. you have the white people that, oh, well, he just made a mistake. Probation and we're going to give them times. three months of yeah. probation even though he just raped a whole woman. Right. Behind a dumpster. Behind a dumpster. Right. <laughs> but he's, but he's got a scholarship because he he's going to be yeah. on the swim team. So he's 22 though. Right. So we can't, as we a whole can't punish him really because he's going to be just totally messed up if he goes it's, to yeah, prison. Yeah, it's going to affect his What's future. What's it called? It's almost that affluenza stuff, white, but it's something white, else. Uh, white privilege. Yeah. Let's just say it, oh. that's what it is. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like <laughs> we're in an episode of Dear White People. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. But the thing is, is that, that like, like that's why when Terrence got into trouble at school and they didn't call me, mm -hmm. I was like, so basically what you're trying to do is prepare my son to go to jail? Yep. Because I don't have any say-so about what y'all are fucking doing up in here. He don't have no lawyer, nothing. What the fuck is going on? And it was right. over some bullshit, but I got on that principle. And I told him, I said, I'm you're not ever supposed to talk to my son again unless yeah. I know about it. I don't give a fuck what it's about. And he was like, well, we talked to a lot of kids. I said, I don't give a fuck no. about that. 
And I don't care about them. I'm talking about my son. You're not going to talk to my goddamn kids without me knowing about it. Michelle literally called that school for five days until she finally had an off day to go up there because you're not answering my calls and returning my emails. And she Facebooked them. And he still didn't respond. She had to go up there. Right. Because the thing is, is that you, you can't, that's that. my son. Exactly. You know, that, that's a child. I'm his adult. Okay. For mm-hmm. all intents and purposes, I'm yeah. his adult, right. which means if something happens with him, you need to talk to me mm-hmm. because I'm the one that makes the decisions for him. Exactly. He ain't running shit, but you got them at time. Well, we're not going to call your parents. And they had the cops in there. I'm like, you yeah, are setting no. him up to hide shit. From me, first of all. Secondly, to trust your ass and to tell you shit, and you don't or have to be involved. pressured to admit yeah. something that's not even true because you're scared. Yeah. That's, how many? Over some school shit. Exactly. Yeah. Really? Not yeah. cool. You know? I not heard the cool. saddest story the other day, and it was about this 13-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. He, um, he was living on the street for whatever reason. I don't know. And he tried to join a gang. Mm. And so he, his initiation was to shoot somebody mm. to get in the gang. And I'm, I'm assuming that he was trying to get, like, shelter, yeah. you know, because he was basically living on the street, right. you know. Yeah, he needed something. He, right. needed, somebody. he needed something and was he trying to give some him some, kind of get family, some protection, family or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. And so he shot this lady in the face. Oh. And she didn't die. Um, and the prosecutors told him that if he was to plead guilty, that they would give him 15 years. Yeah, they want you to take the plea bargain. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of but at going the, to trial. But after right. that, you get 15 years, no probation, right. no, no he got life in prison. Have you guys watched 13th? He got life without parole. Have you watched 13th? Yes. No. You would need to watch it, because yes, that's exactly what not we're talking 13, about. It's, um, that, that the documentary. A couple of years yeah. Ago. yeah. Yeah. Because they it talk about really that. It was really bad. Yeah. This goes back to the Bush <clears throat> era of all of that happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was really bad. So he got life without parole. Yeah. And because he was 13 years old, he was he was tried as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. And he a 13-year-old um, tried as an adult. So the, Don't even have no good nut hair. Right. So the warden <laughs> had to make a decision on whether or not to put him in the general population where he mm-hmm. could possibly get raped, hurt raped because they like young boys yes they right. do right and oh you got a sweet young booty That's right because because a lot of them so are, are, sick they're pedophiles yes. yes you know what i mean Ooh, and so so, so he chose to put the boy in solitary confinement well, which is not a good option either. Right. But that's all that was. Isn't that what happened to that, Khalif? I was about uh, to say Khalif Broderick. So like, he, he was, went crazy because he was in. This is what exactly what happened to this boy. Yeah, like how he, does that even work? He to get out of solitary confinement, you have to do good for six months. Do good at what? Sitting on your fucking ass by yourself, Basically. six months straight, right? But and he, not go crazy even though you're by yourself himself. for six months. Um, and he, he like he tried to hurt himself. Like he would. Okay, so he, he would lash out. out. He was never. He was never good for yeah, six months. Yeah, he's a little kid. That's Terrence's age. He, Could you imagine the, Terrence going to prison? Their attention span is like this. Like, that doesn't even make sense to expect Terrence that. would be like, I want to kill myself. Fortnite is lagging. <laughs> like, you so, think he's going to fucking solitary confinement? Fortnite is yeah. not even there. It's, it's just gone. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. So he ended up being in solitary confinement for 18 or 19 years. Wow. Like that long of time because he was never good for six months straight. He was never good, so he ended up staying there that whole period of time. And he killed. He he actually ended up killing himself while he was locked up in prison. Yeah, 
Well, this goes back to how everybody says there's like the pipeline from yes, you know, schools to prisons. That's exactly. Don't what get I'm me wrong. About. I do feel like there is some sort of thing like that, but I don't feel like every school district or whatever is set up in that manner. I do feel like a lot of the predominantly black ones. That's that what Ryan. Like, that's what Ryan just said. <laughs> I feel like the predominantly yes. white schools. Okay, so I was just watching something. Oh my God, what was I watching? Where the guy was in solitary confinement and made him go crazy. Um, I'll have to think about it. But basically he, and he was a grown man that went crazy from it. Like it doesn't, how do you? Well, people need, people need physical contact. They do, like it's a. People need conversation. Like like you cannot, if you, if you're stuck in your own brain, you have nowhere to go. You have nothing to bounce off of. Like you cannot. You'd be talking to the wall like, wall. Do you you know that that, um, Meek Mills mentioned that? Because they had to put him in solitary confinement as a a celebrity in jail. But he said like he was there for so long. Shut up. No, that makes sense. <laughs> no, seriously. If they're no, that's not even my commissary stat. He's minus maybe a negative B celebrity. Imagine those that really end up in jail. Like let's say like, Tupac think, went in jail. No, I know. He was big. He was and I want to say Lil okay, Wayne. Okay, maybe they too. just maybe they just do that now but because it, everybody's so offensive or offended about know. everything. I mean, but, he could have been a risk to other I don't know what his situation is, but he, it could have been like Wendy conflict. Williams said. <laughs> Oh, but look, Lord. okay, so let me say this about what you were saying about the pipeline in prison. Okay. It starts with young boys who can't go to the next grade mm-hmm. or young girls who can't go to the next grade. Mm-hmm. They start to feel shitty. They don't or try. Or they um, assign as being ADD. A- right, ADD, ADHD, deficit. special ed or special needs based on their behavior and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And if the parents do not stay super duper involved Mm -hmm. the kid you never know how your child is going to feel you know and and that's what i have to say about that because i believe that it's a real thing because every single thing my my son my nephews every single one of them went through time schools had to repeat a grade yeah well what i will say is this and that i've always said this to all of my friends that are parents at the end of the day it comes down to you letting hey brian Y'all are so silly. At the end of the day, it comes down to you letting every teacher every year know, hey, I'm here. I am visible. I am here. I'm I'm extending an olive branch for you to reach out to me. Fuck an olive branch, bitch. Talk to my son again. Without my knowledge, I'm going to fuck you up. That too. All I'm saying is what I've learned, even when my son was in Spring Guys D and it got really shitty. Spring is really bad too. Yeah, it is. But I didn't feel it until his sixth grade year Mm -hmm. when they were too too worried about disciplining more than taking like uh, teaching them. Mm -hmm. And that's when I put him in Cypher. But long story short, every year I just made sure all the teachers knew, hey, look, I'm here, I'm present. Here's the lines of communication open. I made sure I reached out to them all the time. I don't care how hood or how ghetto your kid's school might be, you still have to be right. that parent. Be present. Be present, be visible, because if you don't, even if you can only afford the hood, that don't mean you don't reach out, because it makes a big difference when you do. Point uh, blank, Danielle, period. What's that girl's name, Jotina? Mm-hmm. When we went to that Women's March. Okay, I remember. When she spoke, that was like the number one thing she talked about. Because I think, she, is she an educator? She's a teacher. So she said, basically... 
we need to be present. Even for if you're kids. present for your kid, just like you were present for your kid mm-hmm. and all the kids whose moms are at work or whose moms are gone off or whatever. All of that. Somebody needs to be there present. and be present yep. for these kids. They take extra care of your kid when they know that because guess what? They don't know if we're going to call at any point in time and say, hey. Girl, and I'm calling the Texas Education Agency you know every time. <laughs> well, I mean, in teacher's defense, like, they are overworked. They are. So, I mean, like. to take care of the ones that they know. That's what I'm that saying. the next person is going to ask them about versus the ones right. they don't. I wouldn't that's just fuck about none of that. Don't talk to my son without calling me. That's just human nature, though. Like, yeah. if if somebody else doesn't give a shit about about something, and you don't necessarily have the time right. to put in the you see effort, it's neglected, or you're like, why should I? Not not necessarily that's like why sad. should not necessarily like why should I? But I already have like a classroom full of kids, more mm-hmm. kids than what I should be having. And I know that these parents right here are going to be asking about what's going on with their kids. So I need so to pay I, attention I know to for it. sure I need to be on top of this shit. That's real. You know? That's real. Mm-hmm. real about that. But I know I've said this several times. But I'm saying one more time. Don't talk to my motherfucking son <laughs> without letting me know. And on that note. So <laughs> we do have, we're starting a little bit of a new segment. It's called Bad Reviews. Because we're going to read some bad reviews. Uh-oh. So, in honor of the justice system, I found some really awesome reviews from our Houston Police Department. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Shut up. I will say. To make sure everyone is aware. Yes. Who it's about. I will say that after looking up bad reviews for police, that the Austin Police Department has more bad reviews than the HPD. I can see that. Yeah, there were some really angry people. They were like, the APD. Yeah, okay. All right, so this one, I I put the the longest one first. Y'all know I'm going to be in my actor's voice. Danielle, turn away. (laughs) Good Lord. You have the mic. Thank you. Do your thing, boo. Even though, who who knows if it's even recording? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Called HPD to file a hit and run report but was told that I had to go into a station to do so, even though I know they can do it over the phone. Incident happened at Sam's on South Rice. They gave me an address that was off Gessner, which isn't even close to where it happened. Called back to get a closer location was given the Montrose location. Drove the 10 minutes to get there to find out three or four cruisers in the parking lot, plus several other cars, and a sign on the door stating, Officer out on investigation. Be back shortly with the doors locked. You mean to tell me that they have an entire office that sits empty and isn't available for use when an officer is on investigation? There isn't anyone else in the entire building that can spend 10 minutes taking a hit and run report? What is the point of having that substation then? Besides wasting our tax dollars. On a side note, just moved into a new subdivision and live on a corner lot now <laughs> with stop signs at all four corners that people have constantly ignored and blazed right through at 50 to 60 miles per hour. My homeowners association, my neighbors, and myself have made repeated phone calls trying to get an officer to sit at the corner and get people to obey the traffic laws. <laughs> Needless to say, it's still not happening. What exactly is it that HPD does besides waste our tax dollars? They take their sweet time arriving when needed, 
don't follow through in open cases. Don't enforce traffic laws. And damn sure don't enforce the statewide cell phone ban. Girl, okay? Okay. <laughs> Let's not forget about the countless officers who speed, make turns without signaling, and the ones who like to use their lights and or sirens to run red lights when not on a call just because they think they can because they're a cop and they're above the law. That was a one-star review. Somebody is mad. She actually just made that March 27, 2018. That bitch said, y'all need to come and sit at the stop sign in front of my house. She said, y'all. She was like, I am so sick and tired of all these people running this stop sign, putting my life in danger. You know what's bad? They've got it. When did, was it last year where through school zones, everybody is going to get in trouble? Or it's like against the law for, for phone everybody? On phones? Yeah. Even in, even in, yeah, you're not supposed to be. I mean, like on the regular roadways, you're not supposed to text and drive. But as you heard, uh, whatever her name is, say they don't enforce the cell phone ban. They do either, though, honestly. No, because they have to go like to real crimes. I mean, first of all, they have a whole motherfucking (laughs) laptop. Like, I know. (laughs) You got a big screen in your shit. Don't put me over. They know that you're texting. When you look at the next car, you can tell tell the person's texting. You'd be like, I've never gotten in trouble for it, so I don't know. No, but I But thought, I'm not waiting to get in trouble for it to find out. My mom has been texting and driving. My mom. So that means she's like, oh, oh. I mean, you can tell. Yeah. Okay. If there's an accident, you can tell that that's what was going on. All right. So actually, okay. I do have an Austin uh, Police Department uh, review, but I'm going to read one more HPD first, and then Austin. <laughs> Major financial crime. Sorry, nothing we can do. Some creepy guy stalking you on your walk, trying to pay you for sex. Sorry, nothing we can do. Oh. What the hell? Car gets broken into three times. Sorry, nothing we can do. Go when the light turns green. Get verbally bashed and screamed at for not seeing him trying to stop you from the sidewalk at the opposite diagonal corner during rush hour. Stop to let a cop cross four lanes of moving traffic, not at a crosswalk while he's on foot. Here's a citation because your registration is a few days late, even though you just got the inspection and you had a baby just now. Congratulations. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time for that baby. <laughs> Bitch, we don't care. I mean, like, it's it's pro-life. We don't, you, we only care about it when it's in the womb. Like, we don't care about it when it's here. Like, fuck that shit. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we don't give fuck. We're going to rip it away from you and throw it in the garbage and all kinds of shit. I'm just going to remain neutral. All right, so this is the last one. This is from the Austin Police Department. There's actually a YouTube video. I can link it for you guys. This was one of the most stressful videos I have ever filmed. I was harassed and intimidated for nearly an hour, all for exercising my First Amendment right. I was grabbed, shoved, and bumped into my car and... Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. He said, bumped into a few times when trying to walk in a different direction. Then the cops prevented me from going to my car and leaving. They made me wait until after I was arrested. The tow truck to come and take a see what like this. Yeah, this, it's that's, bad. Baby, it's, you drunk? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not her. It's the riding. Just so you know. I mean, he's drunk, obviously. Okay, so those are my bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, not to take anything away from HPD. I mean, they do 
They protect and serve. Right. When they do what they're supposed to do, they're doing a yes. good job. You know, and I, when James Goffney. My brother's in blue. We yeah. love you. We love you guys. Yeah, sure you know, it, it's more of the suburban cops that people Because they're fucking bored. Yeah. Niggers in the suburbs? What? Yeah, like like maybe for like 50 years now. The nerve of them to be in Pearland and Katy and Cypress. The nerve of them. Woodlands. I mean, you saw the guy. We talked about this, didn't we, last week? Mm-hmm. But the guy who was walking around saying, I think most people want an all-white neighborhood. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, who? That was the guy that's running for Senate or some, something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you like the wine? Um, I liked it. It was. Um, it has like a little bit of spice to it that I it like. Does. Yeah, like a little bit of a peppery, pepper yeah. and peppery and cherry or something. I don't know, but I I liked it and it's it's dry. You know I like dry. Yeah, you do. Yeah, oh, like now I tried something at HEB last week that you would love. It is like so gross, but it's it's just like dry. <laughs> I don't like super dry, but I like like this dry is a good dry. Okay, well yeah, you will like this. Oh, okay, it was like, but it actually it was a Chardonnay and it was like hella I don't dry. Like Chardonnay. I don't like Chardonnay anymore. Yeah, it wasn't like a regular Chardonnay because it was uh-huh. dry as fuck. This was like Chardonnay, but not. Juna said, "Sound it out." Just oh. Like- <laughs> How about this? <laughs> I can't see. Y'all don't knock me. I'm like, damn. You would look up and read that thing. All the comments that's going on here. Oh, my God. That's too funny. Because you were like, man. <laughs> she said it. She's named so slow. You know what? I'm not even mad at y'all. I'm not mad at Danielle. Look, Ryan wrote, does it tipsy? I'm blind I am. I'm aware. It's okay. Everybody go to bed. It's okay. I still say that, but it's okay. Everybody go to bed. I'm I'm sorry. My bad. That was just too funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Everybody go to bed. I really was like, nom, nom, nom. Good Lord. It was all in the screen. Man, <laughs> I didn't come here to be made fun of. I'm about to be like Kimmy Schmidt and run away. Oh my god, that is my favorite show in my whole entire like, life. I just finished it, and I'm actually unbreakable. They alive, damn it, is a miracle. Unbreakable. Okay, so I feel like y'all are about to close the females out, are strong as hell. Okay, Titus. So can I bring up a topic? Sure. What you want to talk about? I am so sick of the WYD. Oh Lord, are you really, really? So, yes, because I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone. For whatever reason, it's become it's like everything everybody's talking about for the last 72 hours, right? So my thing is, half the dudes that even bring it up, they're like, "Oh well, we can't even say WYD." Hold on, hold on. We can't see WYD. Like, basically, people are saying we should be grateful for getting text. I need anybody who listens to this to realize, men, it's not the WYD that's an issue. The issue is nothing afterwards. You cannot ask me, what are you doing? And I say, at work or chilling or working out or have sleep or whatever, and don't say anything after, and then five hours later, ask me what I'm doing what? again. Don't you do it. 
Is that not what? Don't you do that's it. the ones we complain about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, not, all you ask me is what I'm doing. You nigga, you don't need to check in with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call your mom or something. Let it be a conversation starter for you to be like, oh, okay, that's cool, babe. You know, so what you got up for today? Talk about what you're doing. Or whatever, blah, blah, blah. If Like, why am I telling you what I'm doing? Like, I'm on a date. Yeah, let me, let me give you the real tea. Oh, I'm actually on a date with someone else. Yeah, mm. like, why am I telling you what I'm doing? Should what I come by after? to what is the point if it's not it like that is the problem it's nothing it's just they're like well let me see let me see if she still responds and this is why after three wyds in a row with nothing you will never receive another response from me ever again and you cannot tell me that women are wrong for that you're no. literally just running through the rotation of women that you have and all you're saying is what are you doing even if you it, let's no let's no no not what are you doing wyd let's hypothetically W-Y-D, say yeah because it's not the fool what are you doing the it's laziness wyd on top of nothing let's hypothetically say they don't they don't even have like um just like a stable of women what like let's just hypothetically say that they're not like they don't have dating a, stable, a lot of people they don't oh, have, i'm sorry okay, they're not what okay, are you doing just, to a lot of people right, right, right. like they don't have like just a whole just, just this of new people. person that doesn't have anything going on and they're still what are you doing yet? right so that just literally means that they have no personality right None. so if they you're know, asking what they don't you... know how to text right. at all and so like if you don't know how to text then you need to like be able to articulate that but if you don't know how to text call. you also don't know how to converse because you know how easy it is to be like oh my god i know well you know oh, okay i'll say this um this guy i went out with once he didn't text much right well we well he texted, but his text was like so fucking dry and when I went out with him, like I was, I was even questioning why I was even going out with him or whatever, right? So, but when I, I went and met up with him, it's we like, had drinks. Why and, am I doing this? Yeah, you know, because I, I was like, the text, text message is like so fucking mm-hmm. dry, like it's not even interesting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like as I was talking to him, like we had like a really good time, and I think I, we sat there probably just like after we ate and drank for like two hours just talking or whatever, right? So did he ask me what you were doing at any point? <laughs> he did not ask me what I was doing at any point. But because what, on what they text, were doing was in person. But on but in text message, he just had hardly anything to say. And my thing, I communicate mostly through text. Right, right because like, don't call don't, me because don't I'm call busy. Me. Don't call me. Right. What, what do you want? That, <laughs> what do you want that warrants a See. phone call? <laughs> And you know that, how I feel about that. <laughs> no, I, I can do. Uh, I'll I'll tell you my like. I don't I don't do later. I don't really do phone calls unless it's like something serious or whatever you know. But I, I like talking to Pat. But like a guy that I'm not like in a relationship with him, I'm like, what do you want? Why are you calling? I mean, we can talk maybe like once a doing? week, but like don't call me every day. Like, I'm not trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. So but, anyway, what happened? What happened with him? Yeah. Um. I don't know. We went out on a second date, and he did something fucked up. And so, so basically, he probably didn't do something you didn't like. And she was like, "I ain't gonna be able to do it." Yeah, like, I don't know what he did. But he did I didn't not breathe right. He, did like bro- he was breathing wrong. He did like on that video that's going around. He called Ghost and then came back. <laughs> what you do? But isn't that so? What they do? She's like, it "So, is. what is your relationship going?" And he was like, "Blue." Yep. Like, seriously? And then, well, I will say that's one of those questions you really should probably ask in person. She tried. She did. But, With her cartoon but ass. the way that they had that set up, it was like literally a text conversation in person. Like, it was it was all the way bad. And the bad thing it is... It was very funny. 
It was very funny. The bad thing is, people don't realize that that is literally real life for some people. It is. I have had that real life conversation with somebody, and then I'm like, you're catching ghosts, and you ain't even got a first date? My nigga, what the and so, and the, But then they come back and, and be like, come back and you- wait, here's, here's it, here it is. So when you gonna let me take you out? Exactly. <laughs> and then at that point, I'm like, but did you, you ever ask? You had the chance. So when you gonna let me see you? Last week, whenever you call ghosts, you right. know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, dudes, just listen to what we're saying. It's not the WYD; it's the lack of anything after it. You have to do something after it. And the times, even when I have said, you know, hey, how are you doing today? Blah blah. blah. If you give me two closed responses. With no room to move. Where am I going to go from No here? room to communicate. I don't even want to talk to you, but now you I really don't care. If you tell me how was your day, I, if I say how was your day and blah, 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 and you just say fine, and then I ask you something else and you still give me another closed mouth response, guess what? I'm not texting you no more whatsoever. Block You're giving me nothing. Yeah. All you gave me is what you doing? I mean, honestly, because why would you waste your time talking to somebody who you know you can't have a conversation with? Like, I'm proud of you for going on the date, but I feel like you must have been in a bad place. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no possible fucking way that you would right. be like, you know what? Especially you, because you're hard. Right, because you don't like anybody. on people. You don't like anybody. So it's like, Danielle went on a date with somebody who was boring her during via text. I never found out you was looking for a distraction. Yeah, you was looking for a distraction. You was like, oh, my God, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I know, but it was, yeah, it I was can't. really funny. Like, we, we did have fun, like, on a date. But I don't. I think some things that he was saying didn't add up. Like, I can't remember what it was. Like, it was so long ago. When I, I mean, it was probably, like, last year sometime. But I, I have no idea. Last year was early, six months ago. But like okay. early last year, though, like. Okay. So this was before or after Can't Plan a Date, right? Oh, who was he? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the guy? We when were at you the got mall, so many like, niggas, you going. can't keep oh, up with them. No, that was like two years ago, huh? Was it? Well, maybe we did, we probably ago, didn't talk last year because we hated each other. So. I don't know, but um, I don't, uh, I don't remember was, hearing about this. Say, so I don't think it was two years ago. It might have been last year. I want to yeah. say that. Oh, oh my god, he irritated the fuck out of me. You remember now? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He messaged me like maybe like a month or two ago, like. Hey, when can we go out? Blocked. Why? Are you- <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Are you- no, 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 no. Instant no, block. Well, enjoyed his company, but yeah, yeah, him. No, no, no. But yeah, when? But the dude. Damn, got so many niggas. <laughs> she came. Oh no, 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 not him, not him, not him. First guy. of all, I'm in the resistance. Like, let's just start there. No, 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 not him, not him. This other guy. No, not him. Keep believing the resistance exists for Danielle if you want. <laughs> And on that note, I'm done. I'm just a guest. <laughs> but no, I'm just yeah. here to drink wine. No, it wasn't him. Um, he was so super annoying. That was that, that situation. But you Loki liked him, and you were I like, did, "Oh I liked my him god!" At first. Like, yeah, he. I, but I, even though he wanted was, to fix him, even but though he was like him. chubby, and I thought that he may have had breasts. I remember that. But, now that I remember, I need to go to sleep now. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna leave. And I was I, like, I you know what? I but I, I did like him though, and I was just like, can I get over that? But so he when he started him. not being able to play in a date, you were like, you got titties and you ain't shit. <laughs> Fuck this. No, but you know what? Danielle has always had a stance against man boobs. Yes, yeah, of course. Like of course. the whole thing. Like I've dated a dude with man boobs, and she used to tell me, but he has man boobs. <laughs> 
how is this working, Jocelyn? <laughs> Danielle be like, seven, eight eight years just, ago, but still, she like, was just like, do you motorboat that? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> she is the reason I will probably never date anyone that has man boobs. I think mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, because I just associate that with um, femininity. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be with a You're woman. my bitch. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't so want So if that. they have male boobs, I'm, I can't do man titties. Yeah, they, because you bitch made. I look, can't do gynecomastica. <laughs> you don't see? It's so, just so y'all know, there's like a 10, 20 second delay on Facebook. So when we're doing this here. So you can see it over here though, but on here it's a delay. <laughs> it was like a whole delay. It's like a whole delay of us motorboating. I don't know. I don't want to motorboat. All right. So, but like, y'all want to finish rating the wine? <laughs> oh, um, so I give yeah, I, I give actually give much. it a twenty. Okay. I like 20, I didn't actually what? smell it. Let me see. Let me smell. Let me see. I sound like my breath is in there. Twenty out of what? I, you 25. know what? I love Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. Yeah, I finished it today. I didn't I didn't really love the last season, but all the other seasons. Well, there's gonna be six more. I actually cackled at this last one whenever Titus was doing the acting gig. That was funny as fuck. Titus is fucking hell. When Titus was dressed as Kimmy in the bunker with the mannequins, (laughs) and then people say, You're just jealous. I say, Oh my God. (laughs) Titus is funny, period. He's just he's just hilarious. Everything about him is hilarious. Yeah, he is. I'm gonna give it a twenty two. Twenty two? What'd you give it? I'm gonna give it a vodka. Because that's pew, what I pew. drink. It's a 22. And this pew, 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 pew. It's a 22. I'll go with whatever they're giving because I'm not really a wine drinker anymore. So if they say 20 and 22, I'm going to go with the median of 21. <laughs> All righty then. Let me be great. Do not forget to head over to Potter.love and buy them tickets so that you can come and see us live our fullest life in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, August 10th through 12th. Okay. Um, I don't really have any other news to report except for just make sure that you always join our Facebook group. Subscribe to our show. Go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. You and this William Shatner <laughs> ass voice like, oh my God. All I got to say is I need a roommate for New Orleans. Y'all in this bullshit. I don't know what the hell. Who's going to, I need a roommate because I'm going. So yeah. Nice to see you guys. Okay, so she looks so tired of her now. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Kim Kimmery. <laughs> Kim Kim Kimmery. Kim Kimmery. Bye bye. Bye. No, but like. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. See you next week.